Welcome to the podcast, Just Saying. My name is Joe McCormick. I'm your host. I'm going to lead you through one of the most fun podcasts I've done in recent memory. We're going to talk about how you communicate to someone who's clueless. If, if you're new to the podcast, I'm really, really excited that you're here. This is your first episode you're listening to. I think you're in for a treat. If you've been here before, this should be enjoyable. As you may know, I've written a book called Brief. It's all about being clear and concise. I've written a book called Noise, which is managing all the devices and distractions in your life. And those two books have inspired two programs. The Brief Lab is a series of programs about communicating effectively and efficiently. And QuietWorks, quiet-works.com, is a series of programs about managing noise and the value of quiet silence as a secret ingredient in your life. And together in this podcast is to help you become a more intentional communicator. And lately, I've been on the, the topic of communicating to people that are really smart. And with those people, you know, you, you're going to just strap yourself in. They're going you know, to go a million miles an hour because they're just they're, they're smart. So you got to slow down and then get ready for the ride and let them talk. And last week, we talked about how would you communicate to someone who's really tired we've been there before. It's like, I'm exhausted and I'm listening to this person. I'm really, really struggling. And it's, it might be because of them, but it's really because of me. And I'm just in not the right frame of mind. I'm physically or emotionally or mentally just worn down. Why do you communicate to somebody like that? You've got to, you got to adjust. You got to be aware that this is happening. You have to anticipate it. You might need to reschedule. Well, today we're going to, we're going to take it further. Well, they're not really smart. It's the opposite. They're clueless. And it, immediately makes me think about the movie with Alicia Silverstone called Clueless. Let's listen. So, okay, like right now, for example, the Hadians need to come to America. But some people are all, what about the strain on our resources? And it's like when I had this garden party for my father's birthday, right? People came that, like, did not RSVP, so I was, like, totally bugging. I had to haul ass to the kitchen, squish in extra place settings, and, like, people were on mismatched chairs and all. But by the end of the day, it was, like, the more the merrier. And so, if the government could just get to the kitchen, rearrange some things, we could certainly party with the Hadians. Wow. You... And that's hilarious. And that's a type of clueless that we'll talk about, but it goes well beyond that. Some people just don't know. They just don't know. And others don't know what they don't know. And they're clueless. And you're talking to them. And it's not because they're stupid. It's because they're clueless. They just don't know. And how do you talk to people like that? So as you think about any audience, there are audiences that, are, that you have to prepare to talk to where I have to know my audience. I have to know the condition of my audience. And this condition is not that they're highly intelligent. They may be. It's not because they're tired, though they may be. This is because they're clueless. They don't have a clue what we're talking about. And how do we get into that mindset? Yeah, we have to adjust. We've got to acknowledge. We've got to trim. We've got to slow down. We've got to wrap it up. We've got to reschedule all those other things. But in this particular case, it might be I'm hiring. It's a new hire in my company. I'm bringing somebody on board to my team. Doesn't have never touched this before in their life. 
It might be a new boss, a new commander, a person who is coming from one walk of life into a totally different walk of life. And it could be an expert talking to really, really junior people. And it's like, I'm, instead of talking to somebody who's really smart, I'm really smart talking to people who are really uneducated and green as the day is long. And you can start to understand like where a person might be in this. Now, in that movie, it's like, oh, the person's just a dimwit. That's what makes those, that makes those movies kind of funny. Like a, um, you're talking to a person who's really just a dim bulb. But I want us to think about this, and we this happens to us, where we're talking to people that are really, at one time in one way, below us in terms of their how informed they are. They are clueless. I'm not saying a person who's less educated. I'm talking about a person who's clueless. And if they don't know what they don't know, we still have to talk to them. So if I have a new boss, I can't just roll my eyes every time I'm talking to them. You know, I, that's not going to work. If I'm onboarding somebody a team, I just can't dismiss them and say, well, when you know everything, just come back and talk to me. If I'm talking to a person who is um, really just lacks life experience and doesn't understand the nuance of what, quote-unquote, we do around here, we still have to adapt to it. We can't just get mad and stop talking to them. We have to connect with them in one way. And it's hard. <laughs> Actually, it's really, really hard. Because you can't say, you know what, you're just cool. cool. You can't say that to your boss. It's hardly a way of welcoming somebody to a new company. You're in a relationship with a person who doesn't understand what you do, and you're talking to them outside of work, and you know, you're trying to like dumb it down, and it's difficult. I mean, how many of us struggle to explain what we do to people who don't work where we work and don't do what we do? And we've been doing it forever, and they have never even touched it. And you just can't skip it and say, well, you know, when you become a PhD in this, come back and talk to me. And just this morning, I had a conversation. I had a, um, an exam, medical exam, and talking to the technician. And, you know, the question is, what do you do? And it, it's, there's, a, there's a chasm there between, like, what I know and what they know and, and the questions they would ask. And it's just like, you know, I can't, I can't roll my eyes. Kind of make small talk. So let's let's dive into that because I think it's something that will it, it will it will happen to us, and we got to be ready to do this. Though I I want to go back to my marketing background and in something that we do in marketing quite a bit is understanding audience mindset. This is marketing one one. Got to understand the mentality and the mindset of the person that you're talking to. If you're talking to a person who is. Um, trying to save money. They're a penny pincher. You talk to penny pinchers different than you talk to people that love spending money and are rich. If you're talking to a person who are people that are busy, you talk to them different than people who are lazy. <laughs> if you're talking to people that are affluent, you talk to them different than the people that are budgeter, you know, et cetera, et cetera. You kind of get into that mindset. So in this particular case, we're going to talk about a tale of two lost souls. Let's look at it this way. So in marketing, what we do is mindset really comes down to like, okay, what are they thinking? What are they feeling? What are they doing? Think, feel, do is mindset mapping. So just as a side note, we have a tool, 
thebrieflab.com called a draft card, D-R-A-F-T. Desired outcome, relationship, audience, format, tone. And in the audience part of that tool, we get into current mindset. What are they thinking? What are they feeling? What are they doing? So in this particular case, your audience is somebody who's clueless. I am having a conversation with a person who is clueless. Well, there's different types of clueless. So this is a tale of two lost souls. So one is a person who, who's thinking, I know, but they don't. And the other is a person who has no idea and realizes that they have no idea. So the first person is thinking, no, I get what you're saying. Like, think of a new boss. The new boss wants to, you know, they're thinking, well, I know everything, but they don't. And then you have a new hire who is just right out of college, who doesn't know anything. And those are two totally different clueless. <laughs> well, the first person's feeling confident. Yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, no. no. And they, they're not listening to the things that you're saying. And the other one is feeling really, really nervous and exposed. Like, I just got out of college. I don't know anything about commercial banking and lending. And, like, they're really... So one is confident and, and not listening. The other one is just, like, scared. <laughs> well, it gets worse. The, the first one is nodding a lot. I'm confident. I know everything, even though they don't know anything. I'm your boss, and I know everything about the world, and they don't know anything about what you do. And the sec so they're nodding a lot, and, and they're not asking any questions. And then the person who is really has no idea and knows that they have no idea and is afraid, it wants to move on and doesn't want to ask any questions. In both of those tale, a tale of two lost souls, they're both clueless. We have, to, we have to really acknowledge that that is their condition. In different ways, we have to acknowledge that. How do you do that? Going back to our brief approach, we have to give a lot of background, okay? We have to give background, we have to give context. So you're always painting the picture of like, where things are coming from and what you need to know. And there's a lot of need to know. So that context or that background becomes very, very important because there's mi things missing, just simply missing. They just don't know what they don't know. Regardless if a person thinks that they know, but they don't know, or a person who knows that they don't know, there is a lot of missing background. Being able to feed them that background over time is your job. So if I'm onboarding a new hire or I'm talking to a new boss or a new client, I need to be constantly bringing that up. But now when I'm doing that, that background always has to be connected to some point that I'm trying to make. So oftentimes people are just giving background. I think about when, when a person's been getting me up to speed. That's a way of looking at it. Like background gets people up to speed. When a person's clueless, they're at zero. You're trying to get them up to a level of understanding and knowledge. Now, when you do that, you can't do that all the time. And you can't do that for a long time because it's tedious. You have to do it over time. And as you do that, think of it like you're feeding them. But you feed them bits and pieces at a time where they now are up to a level of nourishment. We're like, oh, I now have a, a sense of what you're talking about. You have to do this very intentionally, though. You can't do it once. What I've seen people 
try and fail in this regard. Don't do that. Because a person who is really confident is going to shut you down. And the person who's really uneducated and doesn't have a, a clue, they won't, it'll be in one ear, not the other. So you have to do it over time. Next thing you have to do is you got to get them talking. So you need to understand that they're getting what you're saying and they're picking up on what you're putting down. Really important. Get them talking. Now, we talked about this talking to somebody who's really smart. Ironically, talking to somebody who's clueless is the same thing. You've got to get them talking. Not about what they know, but about what they're learning and what they're hearing. Because if it's in one ear and out the other, if they're talking, it's you want to know that that's going in one ear and out the other. And if a person's nodding and they're really confident, they think they know, you need to, un, you need to know that they're knowing. They're picking up, again, what you're putting down. And finally, telling, teaching, no selling, no preaching. So I'll say that again. I want, I want to hear a lot of telling and a lot of teaching and very little selling and very little preaching. So you don't want to be like getting excited and all enthusiastic and selling them all, trying to convince them this is important. You want to be doing a lot of telling and a lot of teaching. Preaching doesn't get you anywhere. Selling doesn't get you anywhere right now. For a person who's clueless, doesn't doesn't do anything. I had this incident that happened to me years ago where a big client of mine <clears throat> had launched a product to an entire sales force of 400 people only to find out two years later that only four people in that sales force could understand what they were saying. The mistake, that sales force at the time was clueless about the features and benefits of this technology. Clueless. Had no idea. And they were doing a lot of selling and a lot of preaching. Very little telling, a lot, very little teaching. Well, what's the problem? The problem was is they were all excited, but they didn't understand anything. Excitement doesn't equal understanding. <laughs> so they were like, they were ready to go, ready to sell it, ready to go out and tell the world about it, but they didn't understand. They were still clueless. So that's, the, that's, that's, a, that's a final thought, just to understand when you're talking to somebody who's clueless. Like, that's, they're clueless. They don't have a clue. So you got to start somewhere, baby steps, one step at a time, inch them along, and get them up to a level where the conversation can start changing. And you can start to see this when you talk about how you onboard people, you start conversations with people. Like maybe you're in a relationship, you know somebody, and they, and what you do is really, really technical or complicated. You're not going to just have one conversation and have them like, I totally get what you do. It'll happen over time. And your job is to get them there. Okay, because if you don't, nobody will, right? And they'll stay, stay clueless. So if, imagine that person you're onboarding or that person's your boss. Think of the risks, right? Um, so just to wrap this up, I bet you have no idea how much thought and discovery really goes into talking to somebody who's so lost. <laughs> just saying.